Welcome to the Freelance Ads Club podcast with me, your host, Aggie Maroney. Whether you're a seasoned freelance ads manager or just thinking about taking the leap into self-employment, this podcast is for you. Every week, I'll be releasing a bite-sized episode. I'll be sharing mistakes I've made and lessons I've learned from my own freelance business. I'll be showcasing some of the amazingly talented freelancers in the Freelance Ads Club. And I also will be speaking to some incredible guests who will generously be sharing their knowledge with us to help us keep updated with industry trends. And I really hope that after listening to this podcast, you'll come away full of confidence on how to win great clients, how to charge correctly, and most importantly, retain those dream clients so that you build a successful and sustainable business. Welcome to episode number five of the Freelance Ads Club podcast. Before I start, please follow and subscribe uh, this podcast so that more people can find us. Um, Today, it's a crazy day. The day I'm recording this, it honestly looks like the apocalypse is happening every time I switch on the news. There's hurricanes sweeping through Florida The IMF have decided that the UK is a lost cause and there's warnings and the economy's crashing and everyone's freaking out. So I really hope this isn't the case when this comes out. So I'm going to be, by the time you listen to this, it will be 10 days later. So I'm hoping that this has resolved itself in that time. However, if it hasn't, then hopefully this episode will help so before um i go any further i may drop a few swear words um so i apologize in advance so please don't be offended the world is going to ship basically (laughs) that is what it looks like but it's time to protect ourselves like as a freelancer so there's lots of anxiety i've spoken to a few of my freelance friends and they're very nervous a bit scared one of my friends had was handed notice by her final client today. So she's very anxious and sad and trying to think of a way to kind of generate more business and things like that. So the thing that's happening at the moment that I'm noticing, I I, I kind of feel like it's a self-perpetuating circle because obviously everything we see in the news is happening. You know, there's financial problems in the world and there's a war going on and it's all having a trickle-down effect but the fear is being made worse in my view by what's on the news because everyone is freaking out and it's kind of creating this complete uncertainty and knee-jerk reactions from businesses about how they respond this is similar to what I saw in 2020 for totally different reasons. Obviously, it was a totally different economic climate as well because there wasn't the fuel prices going up and there wasn't shocking inflation and news of people losing their homes and things like that. But there were millions of people dying. So, you know, swings and roundabouts in the apocalypse of the world in the last few years. So things that I'm seeing just from speaking to people, speaking to brands, Lots of brands are telling their freelancers that they're terminating them and they're taking everything in-house. Now, I can only imagine that this is going to be a short-term solution, which is by no means reassuring to the freelancers that have been cut because, you know, in the short term, your income is going to be impacted. 
And we're going to go on to, in a second, we're going to talk about things you can do right now to try and protect yourself a little bit. But as an ads manager, you can't learn the skills and the training that we have quickly. It takes years and a lot of investment, a lot of trial and error, a lot of experience to get where we are. And you can't just put that on someone internally. So maybe they do have a marketing team in place at your clients internally, but they may be a generalist. Maybe they're an SEO specialist. Maybe they're a content marketer. And unfortunately, at some businesses, as long as you're a marketer, you know everything in marketing. As we know, ads is very niche and it's very expensive if you get it wrong. So that's why I think it's going to be a short-term occurrence because they'll realize the amount of money they're losing is actually a really false economy to bring it in-house but I think being a freelancer is a super superpower as well because yes we don't have the job security and yes a lot of us are being terminated at the moment which is very frustrating but for the brands that will be making their teams redundant it is actually a lie and a myth that you're more secure in full-time employment. You'll just get made redundant. And if anything, that's worse because you don't run your own business. You don't know how, you know, it takes a while for you to know how to set yourself up. You probably don't have a network to go freelance, or maybe you've been in your job for a while, so you haven't interviewed for a while. So as a freelancer, even though it's annoying, it's kind of BAU for us, like business as usual, we're used to contracts ending, projects ending, and it's kind of in our cycle, it should be, to know how to generate new business or to be in the frame of mind that we have to generate new business all the time because we are our own sales and marketing team. So this is just one of those times where it's not necessarily in our hands and it's like a, a market reaction that people are being let go, whether they're permanent or freelancer. So I was having a think about things that I'm going to do for my own business in this situation, because I never take for granted that my contracts are going to get renewed. I never take it for granted that I'm I'm in it for the long haul of my clients. So, and I'm actually overdue doing all these things. So I'm hoping that me sharing it with you will uh, help you as well, have some ideas of what you can kind of tweak and work on on your own business I appreciate as well this is literally the worst time of year to have to think about this as well because for a lot of us is also our busiest time of year if you're in e-commerce q4 is crazy so number one what I'll be doing is reviewing my website so is everything relevant is the pricing still correct or do I need to raise my prices I went VAT registered earlier this year. It's not clear on my website that my price prices don't include VAT. So that's something I need to add. I also haven't added that I now offer TikTok ads and I've worked with businesses now managing their TikTok ads. I don't have that anywhere on my website. So that is something I need to add. I also have a review. I've got you know some extra information on there that I need to think about. Now, I work with someone that helps me build the pages on my website and copy on my website, all that kind of thing. So just factoring in delegation of that is, it takes time. And you also have to think about what you're going to write as well, what you want to say. So that's a time consideration. Case studies. Do you still have relevant case studies? So 
the last case study I put on wasn't too long ago. It's probably springtime. So I have case studies since, which I've not added. So I need to refresh my case studies. I need to ask for testimonials. So they're kind of like the gentler version of a case study. It's kind of showing how trustworthy I am and what a great person I am to work with and maybe, you know, some results that I got for people. Testimonials are usually things that I collect from my coaching clients. Also, something you can do is reach out to people that you've worked with on LinkedIn and ask them to leave your LinkedIn review. Another thing, and I don't know why this isn't working for me, so maybe someone can get in touch and let me know, but my Google reviews don't work anymore. So when my clients submit reviews for me, they don't show up. So I'm not sure why that is. But that's something that you can either share a LinkedIn review uh, link or a Google review link to your clients. I think for LinkedIn, actually, you have to just send them a link to your uh, page and then they can do the review for you. But the reason I like to get those two things from my past clients is because it's really hard to fake and they're quite good to take screenshots of as well, which you can then use in your social media accounts. Getting onto social media, audit your social media. (laughs) So I actually did this as an exercise of my business last year. I had a power hour with a LinkedIn expert and I had a power hour with an Instagram expert and they tore my accounts to shreds, gave me loads of brilliant ideas and I rejigged everything and optimized everything. That's overdue. I need to do it again because a lot has changed for my business in a year. And if you've been cruising with the same clients for a long time, it's probably likely that you've just neglected that as well because you've not had to change anything. Also, I I find personally, things evolve in your business without you even noticing sometimes. So when you look back in a year and you look at your like LinkedIn account, you think, oh my God, I really need to update that. So much has changed since I last wrote there. Also, something that if you're if you've lost some clients, the easiest thing you can do. Is, and this, no one does this, hardly anyone does this actually, and it's the simplest thing to do, post on your social media accounts that you've got a capacity. There are so many people I see who tell me like person to person, they don't have clients or they're struggling to get work or whatever. But then when, if I look on their social accounts, I would never know that. So I do this every time I have capacity and I always get inquiries from it. That could be because I'm active on social media as well. So my audience is warmer, but there's no harm. There's absolutely no harm in just being really open that you you have capacity. Because lots of people are like, oh, I thought you were fully booked. It's like, no, I've got room for a client now. I've also got capacity for consultancy, blah, 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 blah. So just be really clear with anyone you speak to that you are available. Also, something that people don't do enough is if you've sent out proposals and not heard back, chase them. Just follow up. It doesn't have to be anything aggressive. <laughs> just be like, oh, you know, um, just check, you know, checking in, uh, see if you've got any feedback on the proposal that I shared with you. Happy to answer any questions, maybe booking a time with them to chat. A great way to get work as well is to sort of like get back in touch with your past clients, see if they need any support. Also, if they don't need any support, maybe they can refer you to someone in their network that might be looking. Um, Also, with your current clients, can you upsell them anything? So a lot of my clients, I always start with them on one platform usually. Um, One of my clients, I'm now managing 
ads for them on three platforms and I started off just managing them on one. So you can slowly, slowly build that relationship up and see if they need any additional services. Also, with your current clients, same as your past, see if they know anyone in their network that might need support from you. And also, you know, don't be afraid to start engaging more with people in your audience. So there is a lot of advice about, you know, brainstorming other services that you can offer. Other income streams for ad managers, even though retainers are kind of the more stable option, there are lots of businesses that literally just needs someone to look over their ad account. Maybe they need an audit. Maybe they're with an ad agency and it's not going well. So you can pay, you know, they, they'll pay you just to for an objective view and it's usually to tear apart the ad account. So all, these are all things that you can start talking about in your social media profiles and they're lower cost. So I found for me personally, when I've done a consultation, that has led to other work because people can see they know you know what you're talking about and then they trust you to work with them on a, on a sort of a longer term basis. So this works for my consultancy clients. Sometimes they'll book in for an hour and we'll troubleshoot one thing. And then they, they end up being a regular client. They'll rebook. Sometimes I book in for three hours, you know, a nurture package is what I call it. Some, but I've got a client now that's on a retainer on a, a consultancy basis. So they get me for an hour a week. So these are all things that you can use to try and diversify your revenue. Thing is, it's so, it is really nerve wracking when it happens because it's just, uh, it's just the uncertainty. But I do think, If you stay visible, you keep showing your expertise and you keep, if you just show that you're trustworthy and you know your stuff, you're already miles ahead of other freelancers that run ads. Because so many freelancers don't show how good they are on social media and the depth of their knowledge. So if you can try and be more visible, and you don't have to be visible every day, I'd say on LinkedIn, if you try and post three times a week, your content is just so, so much stickier on LinkedIn. I have people still liking my content from two weeks ago, which is quite funny. But if you're listening to this and you're a trained ads manager and you're feeling a bit shaky and you're not part of the freelance ads club, you should definitely go to the website, uh, which is thefreelanceadsclub.com. I'm going to add a link in the comment in the show notes. Um, there's a short application form. So just let us know what platforms you specialize in, what training you've done. We'll take a look and then you can join us. And then in there, we're going to be sharing leads that get shared in there, uh, encouragement gets shared in there, any queries that people are having, help troubleshoot things together. So if you are looking for somewhere to hang out and geek out on ads, then definitely um, take a look. I hope that the points I've added will give you like some easy action points to work on in the next few weeks uh it's very important to keep positive and my personal mantra is there is always more money so you just have to figure out what the issues are that people are having and find the solution for them we are freelancers we can pivot and we're used to having choppy contracts and things like that so I have no doubts that we will be fine. And if you're not part of the Freelance Ads Club already, I hope to see you in there. I will speak to you on the next episode. 